I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And I'm Allison. Today, we have my good friend, Jordan Schutte. She'll be coming on the podcast. She is a full-time cosmetologist and will be launching her holistic health coaching today when the episode comes out, Friday, April 16th. We're recording on Monday, though, so we're going to have her on later. First, Karen and I are going to catch up from the week. Yeah, before we get into it, we're going to catch up. So our new segment that we just started last week, we'll hop right into it again, our peak of the week. So for me, my peak of the week, I had my best friend Heidi in town this weekend and we had so much fun. She actually came on Saturday. She had to work on Friday night, which was stupid, but you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. So she came on Saturday and we went shopping. We went to an estate sale. I went to my first estate sale ever. Wow. Yeah. Have you been to an estate sale before? Yeah. It's I'm fun. Proud of you. Yeah. It's good deals. <laughs> yeah. And like it was at a really nice house. Like 
multi-million dollar house. I'm going to make a TikTok about it. Like there's a beautiful Ooh. pool house, like just so nice. So I got, like, I was like, I was hoping to get some cute clothes or like designer things. I'm not even like big into designer stuff, but if I was going to get something, I would like to get it at a really good deal, like a estate sale. But there wasn't that much to choose from, but I did get a vanity mirror, like a really nice big light for my closet. It was like That's $330 online and I got it for $40 at this estate sale. And it's like, it doesn't even look like it's ever been used. Like it was amazing. Yeah. It was literally in like the girl's bedroom. So I bet that she just like got it for her daughter and then like they never used it. So got a good find. So yeah. Peak of the week was. That's a big win for you. I know. It totally worked out. So yeah. Peak of the week was hanging out with my friend Heidi and um, coming up this week. What I can look forward to. I'm going to a Cardinals game tonight. Living in a city with a major league baseball <laughs> team. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So going with my friend Kenzie to that and it's going to be so much fun. That is awesome. I am going to go a little different direction from my peak of the week and make mine more um, mindset based, I guess. Um, I've just been thinking a lot about what my friend Michaela said when Jordan and I visited her in San Diego. We were just talking about like our dream lives and I was like, you know, for 10 years, I want to live in Amsterdam. And then for 10 years, I want to go live in like a small little hut in South America, blah, blah, blah. And like just was very compartmentalizing these things that I wanted. And she was just like, it doesn't have to be this or that. It can be this and that. Like, why don't why don't you do it all all the time? Like so often we have these like self-limiting beliefs that we can only have one thing or the other thing. And ever since she said that, I just keep thinking about that because I don't know, I guess that's been a bad problem of mine that I think I can only have one thing And that means I have to give up something else. So then this morning I was also researching just mindsets and I found this doctor that did a study about how most people either have like a growth or a fixed mindset. And if you have a fixed mindset, you just believe that your intelligence is static. And if you have a growth mindset, you believe that your intelligence can be developed. And I wholeheartedly believe that because my ex, he was like the first person that ever told me that I was smart. And prior to that, I mean, my mom told me when I was a kid, but you know, the first person that's your age, she was always like, no, you're so smart. And I was like, am I? I I didn't know that. (laughs) And I swear, like, since he was so smart and he told me that I was smart, I suddenly believed it and then felt like I just had the capacity to learn all the time. And it just changed my whole life. I don't know. So I guess believing that you can learn and believing that you can become more creative or you can become more comedic or artistic, whatever, like it, you're not, you don't have to stay in the set way that you were born. You can develop those traits if you want to. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of like heavy, but that's just what I've been thinking about the last week because I have a lot of big changes coming up where I like, I want to go this direction or that direction or that direction. And I'm like, why can't I, why can't I do all of them? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. We put it on the Instagram. Yeah. So that's what I posted this morning because we posted. I was really thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to have Michaela on sometime. She has her own podcast. It's called Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation. Um, she's awesome, but we'll have her on eventually. Absolutely. Anything else that was going on this weekend that you want to talk about? No. Anything cool happened to you this weekend? Was it a busy working weekend at the store? Well, sorry to throw Clay under the bus. Sorry, babe. Love you. Um, so on last Monday, he ran a red light and totaled his car. It was really, really bad. And like, 
we knew it was bad when he pulled up into the lot. I wasn't in the car and he came in because he was going to the gym and he like comes back inside and slams the door. And I was like, Ooh, was that like just, I, I forgot my headphones. I don't think so. That had a lot more. Oof. And <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. And I like look outside and I'm like, Oh snap, man. Like that is bad. And his car is completely paid for. And he just got the, like the brakes and rotors fixed last week. And it was like $1,200. So not good timing, but yeah, that happened. And then we got some quotes on it and they literally gave him like next to nothing. And this tow truck just came and like hauled his car away forever to send to the auto auction. So last week, him and I were sharing my absolute piece of shit car that is literally doesn't have hubcaps on some of the tires. It has has no AC. It is just like trash. Like the ceiling cloth is hanging down and it like flaps in the wind. (laughs) It's just, it's at its, the end of its life. I actually went and got it appraised yesterday and they were oh, like, no. it's worth $1,500. Oh, that's, that's, I thought you were going to say $15. So that's yeah, good. I'm like, I'm like, clearly they don't know that the AC is broken. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh wait, it's worth more than I thought. <laughs> yeah. So basically last week was just kind of a, a lot of Clay and I coordinating because, you know, he works out of the office and me doing all my things. So yeah, he got a new car yesterday and he's oh, going nice. to pick it up tonight. Yeah, I won't say what it is yet in case, yeah, I don't know, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> he wants I'll to say back drop to it on his Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wants the bigger big Instagram guy. Yeah, big <laughs> yeah. influencer. That's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Anyway. Clay and Connor, both our boyfriends are just like anti-social media. So yeah, not I wouldn't even say that they don't have them they're like almost anti yeah. it's good it's a good yin yang for us yeah us crazy owls <laughs> <laughs> but that's exciting i know that sucks car accidents so shitty not cool mm-hmm. i know i'm really proud because i've never been in one ever i've Me never neither. knock on what knock on really what? wow and they say girls are bad drivers yeah mm. all right <laughs> well i guess we can hop into today's episode yeah, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Jordan. Um, okay, so as we're speaking now, it's April 2021. I met Jordan last June. So we've almost been friends for about a year now. Um, I actually met her because she was a customer at New Wave. She came opening weekend and I'm like checking her out. And obviously I was like, this girl is so cute and adorable. Like, who is she? How do I not know this girl? And so I like ring up her total and it was like $470. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. And I like, I'm like, maybe she doesn't want to spend this much. Like maybe she's going to ask to put half of it back. So I told her her total and she's like, oh, perfect. I'm under budget. Let me go grab some other things. And I'm like, she just stood out to me so much because I'm like, who the heck is this? (laughs) And so I like went and creeped on her after and like followed her. And then she came in the next weekend and I was like, she's already back. Like she's back for more. Like (laughs) I love this chick. And she was just so fun, so energetic, such a good vibe. And she came in Saturday at like 545 and I closed at six. So it's like kind of after the whole long weekend. And we both were like, oh my gosh, this week was so stressful. Like we're so tired. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get Margaret. Rita is like right when I get off, she's like, oh, who are you going with? And I was like, oh no, just, just myself. Like I just, I could use a Marg right now. And she was like, all right, let's go. So we literally just like went and got them and literally hung out until two o'clock that morning and talked about all the things, really got to know each other. And then the following weekend, we like went on a trip to Kansas City, stayed in a little Airbnb Airstream together, went to the vineyard. So we just like hit it off immediately. And mm-hmm. I don't know. We were just friends all summer and now 
Oh, the, probably the main reason that we've been able to get so close is she literally lives like less than a mile away from me. So it's so convenient to be like, hey, want to go grab a coffee? You want to do this? She always just stops in a new wave. Her job is really close as well. So she's just been a light in my life over the last nine months through all the hardships of the last year. We've really been there for each other. And we've been wanting to have her on for a while, but we wanted to wait until she was launching her holistic health coaching because we wanted her to be able to like talk about all of that. We think it's so interesting. And she's been working her ass off last year. And I love asking. Yeah, no, Jordan is so fun. Like totally one of those people that brings up the energy in the room, not even just like to you, just like to everybody. Yeah, like you said, just such a light. I love asking her questions about health and getting her perspective because I follow her Instagram stories daily and she talks about her ritual, her morning ritual, which she'll get into on this episode and what her health journey and she recently posted like some before and after pictures of a year and I'm sure she'll talk about that too. But no, I love Jordan. This is so exciting to have her on because it is crazy that you guys haven't been friends longer because you guys just like click so well. And I feel like anyone that joins in just like, it feels like, you know, you've known her for a long time. Yeah, exactly. We had a few mutual friends that were like, wow, they like knew both of us. And they were like, you two be meeting each other and being such good friends makes so much sense. Like, I can't believe that didn't mm-hmm. happen before. But Jordan's like three years younger than me. So we, you know, we were just like in school at different times. But yeah, I think without further ado, we'll go ahead and bring Jordan on. is Jordan. I am 23 years old from Omaha, Nebraska. A few things about me. I live for the aesthetic, uh, matcha or tequila, depending on the day. Allison knows about that. Cooking for my friends. I love to write and read. And then I also love coaching other people. I'm a Sag, so I have a very fiery personality. Um, True. (laughs) (laughs) So I've actually been working full-time as a cosmetologist for the past four years. But when the pandemic hit, And right around the time that me and Allison went, I decided to go back to school. You know, during those two months off of doing hair, I was really able to reflect and look deeply on, you know, what I wanted to envision for my future and kind of the things that I felt that were missing in my life. This was when I realized I wasn't really fulfilling that deeper purpose. So I decided to jump in and do something different um, and go back to school. When did you realize this was your passion? I know you just kind of gave a little background, but how did you get into wellness? And I know you said you went back to school, but how did you even start? So it kind of all started because I definitely had so much passion for holistic health and, you know, looking at the body as one piece and not separating things. But my aunt who lives in New York, she actually reached out to me during that time of two months off. And she was like, you know, just seeing how I was doing. And I was kind of expressing my concerns to her. And she told me about IAN, which is the Institute for Integrative Nutrition that she attended 10 years ago. And she was telling me how it just absolutely changed her life and her perspective. So she encouraged me to just check out the curriculum and see what I thought. And I did. And actually within a week of looking at the curriculum, you know, looking at my finances and everything, I decided to do it and send it with no idea kind of where it would lead me. And it was a big thing to be like, maybe, you know, changing my career path after doing hair for four years. Uh, But once I started, you know, through the IAN program, I'm now certified health and wellness coach. Super exciting. Um, And the program just really opens your eyes. You talk so much about um, your biology, gut health. You learn 250 different dietary theories. 
um, and just talking a lot about how you can guide other people onto this golden path, learning food as medicine and learning the power of presence, which was really amazing. Um, A couple of the other core concepts that I learned about is understanding primary food versus secondary food. And I thought this was so interesting because they frame it that primary food is the things that truly nourish us. So that's going to be your physical activity, your finances, exercise, uh, your social life, and so much more. And so it's really about creating balance in your primary food. And then once you have that balance, it reflects directly onto your plate and what you're eating. It comes with so much ease and less judgment for yourself because you're already so fulfilled by your lifestyle and the other factors in your life. I remember that was one of the first things you taught me as I was like, I just want to like be fit and get in shape. And you're like, well, you can't really get to that if you're like stressed out about your career or your relationship's not going well. Mine wasn't, mine was fine. Just like in general, you know, if you aren't, what did you just call them? If your primary foods aren't in balance, like it's hard to even get to the secondary foods. Exactly. And I think so many people struggle with that because they're either, you know, in a bad relationship or you, like you said, with career or your finances, there's so many different things that affect our stress levels, which is such a big part of health and wellness. And so once you can figure out how to, you know, balance that and knowing that it is an up and flow, it's never going to be perfect. You know, there's going to be times where certain areas of your life you're doing really great in and other things fall off, but it's just bringing awareness to that and how you can kind of cultivate balance. Yeah. Well, can I ask you, have you always been someone who's super healthy, always been someone who views food as medicine? Can you like tell us a little bit about like your background or how you even found the healthy living lifestyle? Yeah, no, I think we all kind of go through that journey. You know, when I was younger and in high school, I like played soccer and was active with sports and things like that. Had really no education around food as medicine though. You know, I had definitely like the typical standard American diet throughout Mm -hmm. high school, you know, whatever my parents made, um, fast food here and there. And it was when I started going to cosmetology school. I don't know if you guys know where this is, but it's like fast food central by where I went to hair school. Like (laughs) there's just like 10 different fast food places all along this street. And so it was like super easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to go to lunch and like get something. And during that time, I just realized how much it impacted my my stress and not only that, but just being tired or worn down. And it was just the way I was eating and taking care of myself. You're standing on your feet all day, talking to people all day. Yeah. So I was just navigating this new time in my life. Um, But then I actually started following some different like influencers that were really into uh, holistic health. And that was when I started educating myself a little bit more on it. And I actually did a paleo diet during that time, which was the first time I had really experimented with anything. And then I realized how much it did impact the way I I was feeling by what I was eating and what I was putting in my body. And, you know, then of course, over time started learning a little bit more about how the lifestyle factors impact you. So when I did start going to IAN, though, that just opened up my eyes because they teach you so many different things. Um, And their focus is really like teaching you how to learn and ask questions and find the root cause of things. And I think that sparked so much interest in me. Was getting to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally the American way with all types of medicine. It's like, you know, I went to the doctor once, like my regular doctor, and I was like, my stomach really hurts. And she's like, well, just take this laxative. And I'm like, but what's causing my stomach to hurt? Like, and she was just like, so ready to throw a bandaid on like the wound, but yeah. wasn't like trying to help me evaluate what caused the wound. It was just like, and that's just the craziest thing. Like, I feel like that's so the way American healthcare is. It it's just is. like, 
totally just want to fix, um, like, you know, a quick fix, a quick fix. Like, Oh, you ate some hamburgers and now you have what, what's that called? Acid reflex. Acid and it's reflex, like, Oh, take yeah. a Tom's, but it's like, well, maybe what's causing what that? Next like time? maybe don't eat what's causing that. Or I don't know. That's something yeah, that I've no, been aware I, of. And do you want to kind of talk about that? I love that you mentioned that um, with the whole doctor thing, because I know me and Allison have definitely talked about this, how it can just feel so cold. These people that are getting, you know, some of the most personal information about you and they're just sitting there like typing on their computer, not even looking you in the eye. And that is what I love about health coaching is being able to create a deeper relationship with people and not, you know, me to them, but them with themselves so that they want to be their own doctor. They want to be their own health advocate. And I think that is such an important part of this work is knowing like you have to have your best interest at hand because, you know, this doctor is just trying to get you in and out within 15 minutes. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that all doctors are bad or anything. It's just an industry problem that that's kind of how it came to be in America. Yeah. And turn and burn like... Yeah, they're just like in and out. And like you said, that's not necessarily their intent because obviously they want to go and help people and better people, but that's what their capacity is. You know, they have to be worried about so many other things. They don't really have the time to get down to all the details like, you know, a health coach can do, which is kind of where we can bridge the gap there and really start to help change and shift the narrative of the future of what healthcare should look like. Absolutely. And not every time being like, okay, well, I need to, you know, do WebMD or ask a doctor what's wrong with me, but having the skills in your own toolbox to be like, oh, when I feel this way, it's probably because of this. Yes. So really through IAN is when I was able to kind of build that deeper relationship with myself and with my intuition to know, you know, when I'm feeling off or if I eat something and I'm like, oh, that isn't really sitting well with me, probably going to stay away from that. But it definitely takes time building that intuition and building that relationship with yourself. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about like the role you play as a health coach when someone's either like do people come to you when they're feeling sick or do they come to you when they're feeling great and they want extra help? Like, do you want to just like talk a little bit about what your role is and how you yeah. work with people? Absolutely. Because I definitely try to stay within the scope of my practice. Mm -hmm. You know, if there is somebody who maybe is dealing with like a lot of emotional trauma, you know, that is when I would say like, go see a therapist. Or if you're coming to me and you have serious health conditions, of course, I'm going to refer you to a physician. I am here to be, you know, really a supportive ally and just to help you commit to yourself and commit to the life that you want to live. I'm here to hold you accountable and to ask those deeper questions that you can you know, just get to know yourself on that deeper level and figure out what your needs and desires are. And then I'm going to help guide you there. Yeah. in far more ways than just food, like through your spiritual practice, through your routines, through your balance at the gym. I really feel like the accountability and discipline is your area of expertise because (laughs) this chick is disciplined guys. Like we'll go out one Saturday night and I wake up at like 1030 hungover and I look at Jordan's stories and I'm like, Perfect. Jordan went to the gym. She did yoga. She made breakfast. She went for a walk. She's at the farmer's market. Like, (laughs) okay. So we are two different people. (laughs) Yeah, it's the tough love for me. I think all my (laughs) friends know that because sometimes my friends are scared to come to me with things because they're like, Jordan's going to give it to me straight. They know. (laughs) That's so funny. It's so true. Yeah, no, it's definitely so much more than just, you know, eating right. Obviously, I mentioned like you learn 250 dietary theories in school. And that's huge. You learn so much about, you know, the gut microbiome and the nourishment aspect. But like I said, 
people can't even bring awareness to any of that if they're so caught up, you know, on these lifestyle factors. And so that's kind of um, one of the tools they teach you in school is the circle of life. And that's reevaluating every single aspect, like Allison said, the spirituality, the finances, uh, even like your home environment or home cooking, all these different things that really make up our entire circle of life. And that's where we use that tool to create balance in each of those areas. Would you want to give us a little insight into your morning routine? I feel like that is your bread and butter for success because even just going off what we just said, like I'm my morning routine is definitely still being developed, but I think that you have such a great process that you've figured out over the last few months. Yeah, no, I think having a good morning and nighttime routine is so beneficial because it's that structure and that routine that really leads you to success. I mean, there's so many studies on that. Just when you repetitively do things over and over again, it's so much easier than when you get out of that flow. I mean, even me and Allison were just talking about this with getting back from our trip. We're like, we need to get back on the ball because if you don't, you'll fall right off. So for me, my morning routine, I love to just like wake up and take it slow. I, me and Allison both do this. We don't even plug our phone in in our room. So when I wake up, I'm not even near my phone. I usually like will go get a glass of water, um, go to the bathroom, maybe brush my teeth, wash my face. I go back and forth between doing um, cold showers. I've been doing them maybe like three times a week. You know, every day is a bit much for me. Probably. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been integrating tough. it. I've been integrating <laughs> it. So yeah, if I can do it, I will. Um, I'll like dry brush my body, jade roller my face, you know, get all the lymphatic drainage going. And then I love to just sit down with my water and meditate, take at least like 10 minutes to just be in silence, be with myself. Um, I'll do that either through, I love um, Headspace is a great app for that. Or else sometimes I will just do my own thing and sit in silence for 10 minutes. It kind of depends on what I'm feeling. And yeah, then from there, I love to do like maybe 10 minutes of just stretching and moving my body. And after that, I feel really good and just like warmed up in the right headspace for the day. And then you don't feel guilty about like if I want to, you know, spend a few minutes like scrolling on the gram or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, I already did all the things I needed to fill up my cup. So now I can go do whatever and be ready for the day. And then at night, I kind of just like reverse that, you know, I love to just plug my phone in and like give myself at least like 30 minutes to get ready for bed, to get into that headspace, you know, to tell your body, okay, it's time like let's get ready and I'll just wash my face or shower I love using oils versus um lotions I just feel like oils it's so much slower and you can just really massage yourself and like get your body into that parasympathetic state and then I love reading maybe a little bit before bed or doing a short meditation and yeah I am not somebody that struggles with sleep such as Allison um (laughs) I lay down and I'm out just about anywhere same I'm right there with you. <laughs> Me and Kara have that in common. I will be the person to like curl up in the corner of the room like, good night. <laughs> borderline like, what? what's that called? Oh my gosh, we could fall asleep. Oh, narcolepsy? Yes, borderline narcolepsy <laughs> over here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kara just walking, falls down. Oh, no surprise. She's just napping. Oh She's fine. <laughs> okay, so like with you working full time, so what time do you, let's say if you had to be at work at a certain time, how early do you get up in order to do all of those things and do your hair and makeup and get ready in order to have enough time for everything and not feel rushed? I would say like the the morning routine I just told you about takes anywhere from like 30 to 45 minutes. So That's so efficient. Yeah. So I just will usually get ready. I mean, it usually takes me like an hour to like actually be getting ready for work and everything. So maybe like two hours before I need to be like leaving the house. So what time do you wake up? That's really reasonable. Um, so depending on the day, because, um, 
I mean, I don't know. I usually get up around like 6.37 right now in the summer. I would maybe shoot for a little bit earlier because I do like to be really early in the mornings in the summer. I don't know. Something's just different about it. And I think that's when I can incorporate like walking outside or going Mm -hmm. and sitting on my balcony more. It hasn't really been nice enough for that yet. So I'm definitely looking forward to like adding some time in nature to the morning routine. Absolutely. I have one other question for advice for people. So you live alone and your home is like definitely your sanctuary and it hasn't always been that way. I know it's like definitely took some time to get to where it is. Do you have any advice for people uh, that maybe don't have that home sanctuary life, like how they could do a morning routine in such a peaceful way? Yeah, I think, um, like I mentioned before, that is part of the circle of life is the home environment and making sure it's a place that you really feel safe and comfortable. So cultivating that in whatever way you can, you know, even if that's a little corner in your bedroom, I have one of those like little plush cushions that you just sit on the floor. And so, you know, I'll have that or I'll maybe light some incense. You know, it can be really minimal things, but just to kind of set the vibe is I think the most important part, whether that be, you know, your hot tea or your incense, your journal, just making it feel safe and really beautiful. That's what works for me. Absolutely. Probably communicating to any like partner or roommates, like, hey, my mornings are really sacred to me and I'd like to have 45 minutes uninterrupted. Like, do you feel like that's too pushy to say to someone? No, or? I feel like that's totally fair. You have to let people know what you need or else you won't get it. They can't read your mind. And if that's how you need to start your day, then just let them know like, hey, I just need to set aside this like 30 minutes to be alone, to have my morning rituals and practice. And then after that, like would love to make breakfast with you and like have a great conversation. But once you're ready for that, because I mean, Allison is definitely one of these people in the morning. You got to you gotta give this girl space and time before <laughs> she's ready to have a conversation or be present with you. <laughs> I'm like picking her up from the airport and I'm like, if I'm silent in the car, I'm doing fine and I am excited. It's just, it's 530. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know if in the morning she wakes up and goes and disappears, it's like, she just needs to like unload and do her thing and then she'll come back ready to go. So <laughs> Kara knows this too. Remember when we were in Marfa and I was like, I cannot be spoken to. I was like, I love you guys. Like I'm not mad or mean, but like, <laughs> I just need to like be away. No, it's exactly what you <laughs> said. You should fill up your cup before you can tend to others and fill up their cups. It totally makes sense. Right. And me, you just have to be understanding as me and Kara are. It's just like, go do you. And I think as long as you communicate that to people, they're very, they're very understanding. <laughs> this oh is turning into, gosh. what do you call it? When you do a one-on-one with person and like their whole family sits around. Oh, it's uh, like an intervention. Intervention. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like this is an intervention about my sleep schedule and my morning habits. <laughs> We're actually not talking no, to our listeners. It's We're talking to you. Um, you need a better morning routine. You need a better sleep schedule. Maybe we should talk about like the balance uh, with the tequila. Wait, oh, what is no. this? The tequila. <laughs> our good old friend tequila. We call her Kila. Q-U-I-L-A. Our little good friend down the street at Taco Co. Yeah. Hello, Kila. Yeah. Yeah. We love to go there and see her. Visit her once in a while. <laughs> are you someone yeah. who is drinking or you don't drink currently? Or what's the deal with Kila? What's the tea? With, with the Kila. So we love her. Um, I think it's important, like we said, to have balance. Okay. And part of that is having fun and enjoying life and not being too restrictive on yourself because we do see that so often with all of these different like fad diets that come in and out. It's just so restrictive. And then that kind of puts you in a bad mind space with yourself where you're beating yourself up. Like, oh, I went out last night and had five tequila shots, you know, like, no, girl, yes, do that. Enjoy that. <laughs> have fun. You know, so then you can 
it's like the 80-20 rule, you know, like 80% of the mm-hmm. time you really want to be on top of it, focusing on your goals and doing all the things. 20% kilo time. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think eventually I would love to get to a time and space later in life where maybe I live a little bit more sober. But right now, like we're young, I think this is the time to embrace that and have fun and also just know your boundaries and create those. Like I'm not going to be the person going out five nights a week. And I really recommend not drinking honestly more than like two to three times a week. Um, more than that, your body just really can't catch up and give itself the time to repair. So that's really important. But me and Allison definitely love to go out and have a good time. So I think yeah. And we only do that fair. seriously once a week, maybe every two or three weeks. And you are such like a responsible drinker. I am not a responsible drinker. It's something I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, we could tell them about this past weekend. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Okay, so here's my problem. I worked at a bar for three years and my whole like identity was built around like, you know, like, being a bar socialite, like that—that's what Before I was. I ever met Allison, so I did <laughs> not know this side of her until one night she was like raging, and we were up until like five a.m. and I was like, "Who is this person?" Yeah, because now <laughs> now I'm 26 and I'm old, and Jordan. Even if Jordan and I like go out to drink, we're usually like in bed by midnight is usually our goal. So that way we can, you know, get up in the morning and still be a person. We've had a few club nights and Jordan is like, you scare me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This other side comes out and it's like I have ADHD and I can just go. Just picture Allison like fist bumping on the middle of the dance floor, everyone. Yep. Total Jersey Shore. (laughs) Total Jersey Shore. (laughs) And we were literally at this like club on Saturday night and I was in my sweatpants. I didn't know we were going to be going to the club. And what did the club manager or whatever he goes, yeah, you can get away with it. (laughs) He's like, usually sweatpants are absolutely not allowed. (laughs) Oh my Uh, gosh. I don't know. But yeah, I think balance is key because even still when we go out, it's very much in moderation. And even compared to in college, I know probably shouldn't admit this, but I'd have like, you know, eight to 12 drinks, you know, (laughs) over the course of like 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. And now we're at like a smooth four. Yes. Smooth four. Creating those boundaries, (laughs) those healthy boundaries, Allison. Well, Jordan, do you feel like the traditional nutrition world, what do you, do you think they view alcohol in a healthy way? Or do you think that you like to take that different approach that's more realistic? Like, do you feel like the nutrition world is very rigid and like, you have to do this. And if you don't do this and you're a failure, and do you feel like that like discourages people? Do you think like those like, you know, free, like those more free lines and rules like help people stay on their nutrition track? Yeah. And I think a lot of it is about, you know, your intuition and what works right for you because what works for one person is not going to work the same for another, you know, and I, I do have a good friend who recently told me I went over there and she's got like two glasses of wine on the counter not poured yet. And I was like about to pour mine and she was like, actually, I have to talk to you about something like I'm deciding to go sober. And she was so scared to tell me this, you guys, because she just felt like I wasn't going to support her. I was going to judge her. And I was like, no, like absolutely not. I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for you. And if that's what's right for you, you should hundred percent do that. And I'm not going to sit here and make that more difficult, you know, because I think, like you said, there is so much judgment when it comes to this health and nutrition field. And a lot of that me and Allison had talked about when I was first, you know, coming up with a brand name and what I wanted it to be about, I didn't want it to be so focused on health and nutrition because it is so overwhelming. It comes off so judgy and that's not how I want it to feel. It should be about you and what works best for you. And when you say it comes off judgy, what do you mean by that? Because I definitely, I'm not super familiar with the whole nutrition world, but I feel like, you know, it can come off like... Yeah, super intense where it's just like, do this, or if you're not doing this, it's not right, you know, and 
like we talked about, you know, just all the different diets and just the restrictions of it all, I think that comes off a little bit too strong. Like some arrogance, maybe like, oh, I'm so much better than you because... Yeah, absolutely. I don't eat I think fast I, food. It's like, yeah. yeah. I even kind of had to go through that myself where, you know, I was like, okay, Jordan, come off off your high horse. You know, just because you're going to health school and you're aware of all of these things doesn't make you better than anybody else because you can't know what you don't know, right? And so I had to learn to just be like, okay, I need to be compassionate with people who are just at the beginning of this journey and just learning about, you know, what it means to be healthy or like why maybe you shouldn't be having processed foods or what GMOs are, you know? So many people don't even know any of that. And so you have to have grace and be understanding. And so I really try to come at it from, like you said, more of that like fluid flow state of what works, how are you feeling, you know? And I think over time, that's just how you get to a really balanced place where I've come to be. You know, it didn't just happen overnight. It was like slowly learning and figuring out for me and what worked best for me, not based off of, you know, a program that somebody wrote out. Yeah, that's so true. We do say that all the time. You don't know what you don't know. And you do have to have grace with yourself. Like it's not usually people choosing to have unhealthy lives because they like want to. It's just, they don't know all of the tips and tricks. And it's almost to the point where you're like, I'm just going to keep that door shut because it's too overwhelming. I can't even go in there. Yeah, I remember telling you that during school, I was like, it's almost easier to be ignorant because once you open your eyes to this side of things, it can be very overwhelming. And I went through that. I was very shell-shocked by how much information that was out there revolving, you know, health and wellness that hasn't been taught to us, that hasn't been just given to us. And it really should be. And it's kind of unfortunate that's the world we live in, but that's what has inspired me to want to coach people and to want to teach people about these things. And almost the opposite. It's not even like they didn't teach us. It's like they actively don't want us to know that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's the whole construct of the healthcare system is, you know, really keeping people in that sickness. And I think that's the big difference between, you know, me and other, you know, doctors or things like that. It's like, you're paying me for your wellness. You're paying them for your sickness. So just understanding that is really big. Absolutely. So what are some of the reasons people will come to you? I know you're just starting out, but like what, I don't know, is it like people that are just... Who's like a customer? Yeah. Is it someone who's just starting out on their health journey that will contact you? Is it someone like maybe like me who I know a little bit about health, but I would probably come to you to learn more because, you know, maybe I don't have the time to do all that research and I can do like what's, yeah, what kind of customer are you seeing or... Yeah. So like I said, it's a very bio-individual process. So you can really come to me depending on, you know, where you're at on your journey. And then we go through, you know, a health history kind of talking about all of these things, figuring out what your goals are, um, your dreams, maybe the areas that you're struggling. And then I determine, you know, if I am a really good fit for you, how I can help you through that and get you to your goals. But it looks so different for everyone, like I said, and that is the key part of the program and why I love it so much is because it's not, you know, a one size fits all. It's really figuring out what you need. And so I'm offering some workshops. So that'll be really great for people that just want to dip their toe in and like see what this is about. You know, I'll have... um, a self-love workshop. So that's going to be building confidence, a lot of self-reflection, you know, thinking about where areas that maybe you have any self-doubt and kind of getting out of that box. I'm going to be doing another one on nourishment. So that's definitely going to be more heavily focused on any imbalances that you have with your cravings or, you know, if you want to learn more about your gut microbiome and really informational. And then the last one that I'm planning right now is going to be spiritual growth. And so that's really talking about finding your more deep, um, like a deeper life fulfilling purpose, more about your dharma and things like that. So 
you can start by that. And then, you know, if those really interest you and you want to know more, or if you are somebody who's ready for like a full life transformation, you're just really not happy in your routine or the way that maybe you've been going about things, the one-on-one coaching is definitely going to be the most beneficial because it is a six-month program. So it really gives you the opportunity to go through different trials of life and come out stronger and learn how to take care of those on your own. Yes, I'm going to be there the whole six months, but the goal is at the end of that for you to be able to do it all on your own and me just give you the tools to know how. And we definitely talked about that time frame a lot too. And you were very set on like needing the six months because anyone can have a quick good month. And then you're then you let them on their own. It's like, okay, well now all of these hurdles came and I'm I'm not ready for them. So I think that's great that you want to do the six months so that you can help people through hardships, changes, different seasons. Yeah, I think that's a big part of the program. Um, you know, I think even three months isn't enough time because like Allison said, it's like, okay, yeah, like you're kind of in the honeymoon phase still with it. And when I was in school, I did the accelerated program. So it was 29 credits, six months. So it was really intensive. And so I went through that transformation within my and oh my goodness, yeah, it was like three, four months in that it hit me hard. And I really had to dig deeper and be like, okay, I didn't realize I was only at the tip of my iceberg of how much self-work and things that I needed to really look in the mirror and face. And so that was why I decided six months, it has to be this because I know how much that affected me and how important that is for other people. Yeah, that's awesome that you kind of got to go through it as a client. Yeah, you would call yeah, them clients, I mean, right? Yeah, I yeah. was like basically the client through the program and that is why I know it works and why I know it's so life-changing is because it has absolutely changed my life in every aspect. Would you want to give us a little insight onto your kind of before and after you posted those photos the other day? Well, I guess, would you? Yeah, so I've definitely been like keeping track of even like the past two years is when I started, you know, getting more into my fitness and taking care of myself. But I've had huge leaps and just feeling better about myself and, you know, kind of how Kara had mentioned before, you, when you are in that place of, oh, it can seem so scary and so judgy and you're even judging yourself, you know, every time you fall off, you're, you know, oh, should have worked out today, should have ate healthier, you know, and now I've come to this place of just acceptance and understanding myself and knowing, you know, I went to a wedding this weekend and of course I had some drinks and some cake and it was enjoyable and amazing, but I know that coming back into this week now, I'm going to get back onto my routine. I'm going to be eating healthy and working out and doing all of the things, but it's just like we said, have Having compassion with ourselves is the most important part of it all. Oh, what is that quote? It's like, if being hard on yourself worked, it would have worked by now. Dang. Well, so is something that you're passionate about, like, do you want to tell us some of the, maybe the health rules that you like to follow, things that you're really passionate about that you just recommend to everybody? If you're just, you know, just starting out reevaluating your health, is that eating more whole foods? Is that like, what are some of those things that everyone can do in their day-to-day lives? Just become more aware of what they're doing with their nutrition. Yeah, with the nutrition, I would definitely say um, instead of being restrictive, just focus on, like Kara said, eating more whole foods, just adding more of the right things into your diet. And that's kind of like the crowding out term. So it's basically the more of the good things that you're eating, the less of the bad that you can even fit in. And so kind of reframing our belief system that way is really important. And then it's so much easier to look forward to like trying a new meal recipe here or there that is healthy and makes you feel good. So doing that, obviously, you know, taking it slow if you want to get into physical exercise, even, you know, walking two, three times a week can be so, so beneficial for your mental space. So taking it one step at a time and just incorporating those different areas, you know, whether it be the meditation or finding a spiritual practice, all of those are part of creating a healthy lifestyle. Would you say, um, what's a good amount of time to work out per week? 
I know obviously it's very different for everyone, but what do you recommend for daily activity? Even, I mean, even like I said with my morning routine, you know, just taking like 10, 15 minutes, like stretch my body in the morning, like any movement you can do is going to get those endorphins going and it's going to give you a better outlook on everything. And I think once you create that habitual time for yourself, it it's almost like you don't want to go without it. I think Allison went through that too with, you know, like a year ago, she was like, I hate working out. And now this girl's like posting her workouts on her stories. So it just goes to show, you know, give yourself grace and mm-hmm. take time and you'll get there. And then once you are there, you're going to be like, wow, like this is such an important part of my life. And I don't want to live without that. And I think this kind of goes from comparison, not saying like I'm perfect, but like if I would compare myself to your fitness, like I do think that's why we make good friends is like, I have to be open and receptive to all that you can teach me and not be like, wow, Jordan works out five times a week and she's so fit and I just like, I'm just not and I'm just so jealous of her. And Or I could be like, wow, teach me your ways. Like I'm so inspired. Maybe maybe three times a week is like my max. And then once I can consistently do three times a week, then it's like, okay, maybe we can do four. Like you weren't working out five days a week years ago. Oh no. Like it took time to get to where you are today. Yeah. So I think every single person is different and just start with whatever your comfort level is. And even if you do need a support system, like texting a friend and saying, hey, would you want to go for a walk or a bike ride today? Like making it more fun and an activity can be so much different than, oh, you know, I got to go to the gym. That doesn't really sound as much fun for a lot of people. So figure out what works for you, how you can make it fun, if that's going to a yoga class or, you know, any of those other modalities. Absolutely. And just having people that are there to encourage you because I feel like every time one of us works out, the other one's like, hell yeah, good job. Like, all right, I'm going to go now. Like, no, I'm so thankful for the community I've built around that because even in the morning, I'll be like checking stories before I go work out and I'll see, you know, that you went to the gym or my friend Alicia or Kara. And then I'm like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I <laughs> Love it helps post when they work out. And I feel like I know sometimes when people post that they work out, they're like, sorry for posting this. Like, this is annoying. But I'm like, no, like it literally makes me want to go work motivates out. You. Yeah. It motivates me. I hate when people like get negative about people posting their workouts or making a separate fitness account. It's like, you're not only just holding yourself accountable, you're holding everybody else accountable too. I love it. Seriously. And it really does have that effect because I remember back when you were living in New York, you like tagged me and you were like, Allison, what inspired me to go for a run this morning? I'm like, me? Whoa. Okay. Like, I mean, we were definitely good friends back at that point, but it wasn't like we didn't talk as much as we talk now, you know, obviously with the podcast, we like talk every day, but (laughs) you know, those people that you don't know are keeping up with you as much and then that you are inspiring them when people do validate you, you're like, oh, I, this does make a difference. So I think sharing your little, your little wins of the day are actually so important. Yeah. And then that builds that community. Yeah. Because how is anyone going to know that you care about that and you're on that journey? If you're not, how can they be there to encourage you? Yeah, no, I've definitely seen people post that where they're like, oh, sorry, this is annoying. Or even people who've said things like, oh, um, you don't have to post to like let people know that you're at the gym. I hate that. that. I've seen that too. That's what I'm talking about. I will do as I please. Thank you. Next. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) but you can post all of your cocktails and like some TV show you're watching. (laughs) Right. It's like, no, I I will continue to be posting my gym gains. Thank you. How do you, what advice do you have to anyone who feels like a little discouraged or feels like no one cares or they don't know how to tap into their connections to get that push? Like what advice do you have for people to find a support system or a buddy? Going to classes can be a really amazing thing. I know it can be super intimidating at first, but that's actually how I first got into yoga. I was 
going, I think it was like two summers ago and I went like two, three times a week to House of Lotus. And it was amazing just to be a part of a community and like meeting other people that also have those same goals or, you know, are in that lifestyle. And then you can kind of just make friends. People are so much nicer, you know, than you would think in those environments. It can seem intimidating, but then once you go and everybody's being so nice and you, you know, create friendships, you're like, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. We always just get up in our head about things. But, you know, even I've had girls like come up to me at the gym and be like, you know, I love your workout set or whatever, you know, want to be friends and work out sometimes. So never be afraid to just put yourself out there. Yeah, you've been so good at doing stuff on your own, even more so in the last year since I've met you. Yeah, for me, I really, because of my work and because I'm always talking to people and being around people, uh, my time to work out is my time to be alone. And that that is my sanctuary and my safe space. It's like, okay, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go and work out and do my own thing. But when I first got started, it was really helpful to have those people around me that were motivating me or going and wanting to do the same thing as me. Absolutely. I guess, yeah, sorry. I, I kind of phrased that wrong. I more meant like even on New Year's Eve, how you're like, yeah, I'm going to go like get a nice dinner. Like you're so oh, good yeah. now at like the confidence that you've gained from your community and like yes. through your experiences, like you have the self-awareness to just go do stuff on your own and not feel judged. Like no one cares. Yeah. No, everybody's so much more worried about themselves than they are you. I promise you that. It's just at confident. Nobody will question you. That's what I live by. That's so true. Well, do we think that we're ready to get into it? Yeah, the brand. Yeah, the brand. Let's hop into the brand. The brand. Let's get a little drum roll going, ladies. Also, I want to paint the picture because Jordan looks so cute. She has this little tie-dye shirt on with a little butterfly and her butterfly necklace. So everything is in sync for this morning. All the things. So the brand is really about full transformation. And like we said, going within and diving a little bit deeper into who you are. So the name is Intrinsic Destiny is an innate ability to unearth your truth and divine timing. It's about honoring yourself and your highest desires. The mission is really to encourage others to seek this right to nourish the mind, body, and soul and to achieve optimal levels of complete well-being. So do you want to, so that's beautiful. I love the meaning behind it. I cannot wait to see the website and all the socials you guys have done. So do you want to talk about like what the brand is and what you plan to do with that and what your dreams are for the brand? So we know who you are. We got your background. We know a bit more about your health journey. Now we're hearing about this. Like what's, yeah, what's your image? your vision for this? Yeah. So my vision is really, I want to be a recognized leader in the cultivation of impact practices, health and wellness services, and creating a compassionate space for others. So like in my dream world, I would love to have a retreat where I can host, you know, a bunch of people to be able to come together and meet other women and just really empower each other and validate each other. When I was going through school, they do these coaching circles. And so you're meeting with a, like five or six other people that are in your class. And it was all these different girls from all different different demographics. I think we had a lady that was like 61, another girl that was like 19, um, a woman that was from South America. We had another girl from Canada and it was just so many different people coming together and never in my life have I felt so loved and like unconditionally supported by people I've never met and never even seen. And we would have these calls and we got so deep with one another. And it was such a beautiful experience that really shaped me and made me want to be able to give that back to other people. So eventually I would love to be able to, you know, do things like that. But for now, the brand is just about, like I said, getting to know yourself on a deeper level. And I'm just there to help you get there and want to help you help yourself, basically. You know, I don't want people to be dependent on me in this work. Um, I really want to be clear about the fact that it's not 
all about, you know, this happy lifestyle. And like I mentioned, a lot of the work I had to go through in my own six month was not easy. It was facing a lot of my own demons and coming to terms with, you know, the areas that I was falling short and not honoring my highest self. And that's what this work is about is figuring out how you can live your most vibrant life. And it's not necessarily going to be easy, but I can promise you it will be worth it. I know that when you were coming up with the name in school, they had, you know, you could either have the coaching be like, you know, Jordan Shooty Health or a different brand. And you were very set on making it not about you because the whole point of the program was not about you. Exactly. Yeah. That was a big thing. And I have, I mean, I know so many people in my class that did go kind of that route where they're talking, you know, like health this or that. And I didn't want it to be about that because it is about so much more than the nutrition or the exercise. You know, it's about loving yourself and having compassion for yourself, you know, figuring out what your deepest wants and dreams and desires are and how you can achieve those. And, you know, that's through all of these things and through creating balance, but it's so much more than just the health aspect. And I also kind of how we talked about earlier, I didn't want it to come off so preachy or intense. I wanted people to be more curious about, Ooh, what does that mean? Yeah. And be inspired by you and like your journey and curious, and then they can take that into their own. They're not just hiring you, they're hiring you to help themselves. Yes. I think it's such a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing that I wanted to get across is, you know, this really is about you. And if you are ready to take that next leap into whatever phase of life that is, and you just need somebody to kind of support you and to help you, you know, create balance in all of those areas. That's what I'm here for. And I am just so excited to be able to help people with whatever, whatever's on their heart. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, so next steps, short-term goals, and then maybe where you see this company in five years? Yeah. So right now I'm just very excited to be launching. I can't believe it's finally here and starting to take on -on one-on-one clients. So I'll be taking three one-on-one clients in May. So if you're wanting to do that, definitely go to my website, fill out the form on the about me or the Contact, contact, sorry, the contact me page. (laughs) And then I'll kind of go through that and then we'll have a meeting. Um, So yeah, the first three one-on-one clients, I'm so excited to meet you guys and to help you on your journey. And then we'll be having the workshops coming up this summer, which is going to be amazing because then I will kind of get a taste of what it means to, you know, create that community and bring women together and to be able to share those experiences, like how that impacted me so much. I hope that that will be just as impactful for other people. And long-term goals, I like I said, I would love to create a retreat. Um, I'm super happy in Omaha, but we all know I have a thing for San Diego right now. So <laughs> I would love to move there eventually and be by the ocean. Um, when I was in Malibu back in October visiting one of my girlfriends, I was sitting on the beach and there was this woman and she had this beautiful tapestry laid out and she had like her sound bowls and this triangle and she was sitting there meditating and this woman, I could feel her energy from a mile away. Like she was just in this amazing essence and it was beautiful. And I was like, yeah, like that needs to be me in five years on the beach meditating like in the best place ever. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely my goal, but I'm excited to take, you know, intrinsic destiny all over and hopefully eventually do retreats, you know, maybe different parts of the country and it's going to be amazing. So you'll be taking on three one-on-one clients starting in May. So as of today, well, today's Monday, but when this episode comes out, it'll be Friday, April 16th. So you're kind of hoping that people will apply through that contact page mm-hmm. and then you can sift through like the applications and see who you feel like would be a good fit one-on-one right away. 
Yes, exactly. And then kind of, you know, once I get my foot in the door with that, I get those people on the right track. Um, Maybe, you know, two, three months down the line, I'll start taking a few more clients. But definitely want to give um, the first people that I let into this program my all and really be able to focus on them so that they do have um, the lasting impacts that I've had. Absolutely. So I think that is good that you're willing to take on more down the line. So if someone is listening and let's say the first three spots do fill up, definitely still like follow Jordan. She gives out so much great advice on her Instagram and on her stories every single day. Um, There will be a blog section on your website. Yeah, so you can keep up with me there through my socials. Um, And then, you know, slowly I'll be releasing other things too. I'm in the works of writing an ebook right now. So that'll be coming out. And um, eventually I will be getting the Intrinsic Destiny social media started. Right now I'm kind of playing with that idea and how I want to make it really intentional and more of a community. So be on the lookout for that. But for now, yeah, definitely just just follow my Instagram and yeah, keep an eye out for opportunities because mm-hmm. you have a lot in the works. Yeah, it's going to be good things coming. I'm so proud of you. I'm just so lucky that I got to know you like 10 months ago too, because I think it's easy to look at people like you and just be like, wow, like your life looks so perfect. You're so gorgeous. Like you're so in shape, like you have all the things, but knowing you on such a personal deep level and how hard you work every single day, like Jordan shows up seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Like you didn't get here by accident. Like you worked for it. Definitely. It was digging a lot deeper and, you know, finding more of that capacity to do it. Because I think so often we like put ourselves in these boxes of like what we can handle and what we can do. And it's like, no, like you said, um, right before, what is it? The quote, Michaela? Yeah. It's not this or that. It's this and and that. that. And that's so important just to know you can do anything that you set your mind to. And that's what this work is about is, you know, taking yourself to that next level, achieving your dreams, whatever that may be in whatever capacity. I remember you saying that a few months ago too, talking about creativity and getting more into Instagram. We were like, wow, like doing feed posts and stories and reels. It's like so much creativity. And you said that you just like snapped into it and you were like, no, I do have the creative capacity. Like, why am I telling myself that I don't? Because I do. Yeah. And it's such a reworking of the belief system, just telling yourself you can accomplish what you want to accomplish. You know, we're always going to have those little voices in the back of our heads that are doubting us and, you know, making it more difficult to achieve those things. But that's when you have to align with that highest self and that highest self talk of like, what would your best self do? And if you're not doing it, like get your butt in shape, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, to leave something with our listeners, with your last year of your fitness journey, of your health journey, if you had three takeaways to leave with our listeners, three things that you think have changed your life that you wish people would know, whether that's just get that morning routine or a food or like a health supplement that you think everyone needs to take, like what are three things that you think everyone should know? I think the three biggest things, like we said, are one, creating balance. That's the most important thing you can do. Don't try and do it all. Just do what feels right in the moment. And that comes back to, you know, aligning with your intuition, getting to that deeper understanding of like what you really do need. Stop listening to what everybody else is asking of you and listen to what you need for yourself is really important. Um, yeah. And just working on like surrendering any low vibrational feelings, focusing, you know, on the contentment and the curiosity of bettering yourself, how you can be more confident in who you want to be. Um, I feel like the low vibe thing was really a challenge and a new thing for you the last year. Like it's hard to cut out low vibes. It's so hard and it's ingrained in us as a society. And, you know, you have to, I, for a while there, I think maybe at the beginning of this year, what I would do is anytime I had a negative thought, I would 
offset it with three positive thoughts. So if I was just like, oh, like I look like shit today, then I'd be like, no, your skin's glowing, <laughs> honey. Like you just, just like, yeah, like just hype yourself up in whatever way you can, but really try to offset those with like some positivity um, and not, you know, toxic positivity because I think that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, the balance of it's okay to have like good and bad days too, mm-hmm. you know, give yourself that space. Um, and yeah, what else? I mean, I think we covered so, so much. I'm so happy we said it. And I think the last thing would maybe just, um, working on ultimate presence is like the biggest thing for me that I think we all can strive to be better at. We constantly, you know, are looking at the future of what's going to happen or thinking about the past. And it's like worrying is only suffering twice. So the more that you can just be grounded in this moment and embrace it, like that's really what life's about is enjoying, you know, where you are at on the journey not where you're going or not where you've been. It's true. No need to take that baggage with you the whole time. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's too heavy. I love that. <laughs> um, I guess last question. We'll do our signature question because you're a great friend. You're one of Allison's best friends. I consider you a good friend. What to you makes a good friend? Oh, I love this question, especially because the past three years, I've really focused mostly on my friendships because I've been single. And so I've been able to just create some really awesome friendships. And I think a big part is, you know, asking yourself what you look for in a friend and then going and showing up as that and, you know, seeking that out of other people. You know, it's being honest. It's being a really good listener. And I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, I try to think about my friendships throughout life and it's like, You know, there are going to be times where I'm closer with certain people or closer with others, but knowing at the end of the day, you know, if I can pick up with you right where we left off, like that's what's most important. And I think as a friend, I try to, you know, just really validate my friends and to empower them and to just love on them and lift them up in every way possible. So I think that is how you can be a good friend. Yeah. You're extremely supportive of everyone all the time. Yeah, it's always hyping up your girls. You don't got to compete with your friends, you know? Like, we just need to all know that we're on our own journeys. And there's enough room at the table for everyone to win and to succeed. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Your friend's success does not hinder yours. It probably Mm -hmm. makes yours better. It only helps. It really does. Like, seeing you guys do this podcast, I'm just so, so proud of you guys. And I'm so happy to be on it. It's honestly a very surreal moment because the last time we were together was right before you left for (gasps) Dubai, Kara. Do you remember that? Yes. We had that lovely dinner that Allison made. Okay. But, and then the time before that, the first time really you guys met was when Kara and I first had the idea for the podcast. Like, we had our mics and you and Veronica came over and we were going to go for that hike and we and Kara's and I was like yeah we're gonna start a podcast and you, like I hadn't even like talked to you about it at all because we, we didn't like, even what? talk about yeah. it what's happening <laughs> we literally had the idea they're like all right but let's do it <laughs> yeah and then you two met and then yeah a few months later than the Dubai thing and that was right before we recorded our first one and now it's all come to fruition and, and you guys now, are here and, and you're, you're here killing it well, and now we're excited on. to see your journey just go so well and have a super successful business, which we just know you will because you attract the best things, the best energy. You attract all your wins. We can't wait to Thank watch it you. happen. It's going to be amazing. And I'm so excited to watch you guys thrive too. We'll all level up together, baby. That's <laughs> all we do. <laughs> Maybe we can do like, we can open for your first workshop. We'll do like a little comedy skit. A little. Oh, a com- <laughs> now we're doing comedy <laughs> skits. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am here for that. <laughs> Give the people what they want. No. We'll, we'll see. Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, we're... So much to look forward to. Do you want to one last time plug your socials, your website, everything? Where can people find you? Yeah. So keep up 
um, intrinsicdestiny.com. And then my personal social media is Jordan underscore Shooty. It's S-C-H-U-E-T-T-E. Go give me a follow and keep up there and see what's to come in the future. Yeah, love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure. It was a I pleasure so as much. always. <laughs> I love you both so much. I'm so proud of you guys. Stop. So thank we you. We love you. Proud of you. Yeah, this is about you. I know, but I just am having a moment <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> Stop hyping us up. We gotta hype you up more. All right. Thanks so much, Jordan. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and click five star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying with the podcast and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.